and welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are brought to you by the Holman Barnes Group. That includes West Ashfield Leagues Club, the best place to watch the game live and loud in how many sleeps now? One, two, 11 sleeps till 11. Sunday week. Sounds about right. Uh, when we take on the Titoons. And we are uh, also welcoming in all our streamers. Thank you for joining us on a Wednesday evening on YouTube and Facebook. While you're there, if you haven't already, subscribe, like, turn notifications on so you never miss an episode. And uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you'd like to support the show. We'll get to the uh, boys and girls questions from there. Later in the show, a lot of questions and answers tonight. Obviously, it's the theme of the show. It's kind of that. I was saying to the boys before we went on air, it's kind of that in-between, uh, yeah, purgatory almost between preseason and season ready to go. So we had our review of the trial on uh, Monday night and obviously no game to preview this week. And we'll have our uh, survey episode on Monday and then Red Hot Go ready to... Uh, preview the first game of the year so uh rob bashara welcome in to another episode on how are you on a wednesday evening i'm excellent josh hope you're well aaron hope you're well listeners hope you're all well uh just a big shout out to the listeners too josh we got some massive numbers from monday night so thanks to everyone who's uh listening to the podcast uh we're, we're trying our best and it looks like you guys love it so yeah really happy to see that Let's be honest, it's not because of our talent, it's because the West Tigers Bloody gave that. us something good to talk about and Bloody we enjoy that. talking about it. And obviously, the listeners enjoy listening to it. I did tweet out, we are 171st with a bullet in the sports charts on Apple Podcasts. So, love you all. Thank you. And my other star of the show, as coming in from Orange, how are you tonight, buddy? Pretty good, thanks, Josh. Uh, g'day, Rob. G'day to all the listeners. Happy to be here again. Uh, looking forward to seeing what sort of questions people have got to throw, throw at us. And I don't know, I'm just getting more and more hyped for the season starting next week. I told myself I wouldn't, but here we are. Yeah, it's amazing what one uh, one trial <laughs> match can do. It's just this the buzz around the West. I mean, to be honest, I said it first episode of the year, even at the open trial day. It did feel very different this year. So bring it on. But let's talk uh, a lot of a lot of money talk in terms of salary cap and that sort of thing tonight. But yeah, we'll hit those questions. Speaking of which, first news topic, this guy, hopefully this is the last time we talk about this guy until we beat him on Easter Monday. Uh, Moses knocked back one point whatever with the Tigers to sign one point whatever with the Eels, apparently slightly less. After all that, Rob, you said about, oh, what, just after Christmas that you heard that he was signing with the Eels? Was this, I mean, a lot of people said it's just a ride to t- ride for the money, trying to push as much money out of the Eels he could get. Do you reckon he was ever a chance of coming? I don't think he was much chance, although I'm sure uh, people within the West Tigers thought it was real. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made him the offer. Um, it's easy in hindsight to say this, but I think it was just a money grab. Um, they've absolutely got max value. We, we offered a great deal. 
and Parramatta has only come up $200,000 short over five years, which is 40000 a year. So it's, it's basically nothing. I think had there been two or $300,000 difference, might have been a different story. But yeah, my mail came from inside the club and I was actually told that he wouldn't announce it till close to the season starts. So that's how it panned out, although there was a bit of fluctuating in between there and we were kind of getting our hopes up a little bit. But look, as I kind of tweeted last night, one, one massive positive out of this is hopefully we're going to have a really good year regardless. And if we are having a really good year, we don't have that safety net of saying, oh, but, you know, we're going to be even better in 2024 with Moses. Like now that Moses is out of the picture, whoever our halves are, which looks like it's Brooks and Dwayhe, Dewey, um, you know, we just run with that now and we, and we go as hard as we can and we don't have this expectation that we're getting another superstar next year. We've got what we've got. We've got some really good kids coming through. Um, we're all pumped up about the season. So let's rock and roll. Let's get out to Leichhardt Sunday week. A couple of comments coming through. Murray says that's a shame. Not uh, EMOG. Dodge the bullet with Moses. GD Tiger, too much cash for him anyway. So uh, and we can all go back to hating him. Yep. But like I said, can't wait for Easter Monday. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into some ideas for that, uh, where to spend. Look, it shows we have cash. Uh, as you said this before we started, but, but um, look, showing that there's plenty of cash there to spend might actually pique some interest to other players and their managers. Yeah, for sure. So it, I'd, I'd say the way like that Moses money would be spent now would either be trying to lock up some of our juniors or promising up-and-comers on a longer-term contract or, um, yeah, like you said, could potentially bring interest um, from managers of other players who might look at the Tigers as a potential um, destination. But in saying that, the, the amount of money that we were offering means that those managers are probably going to jack the prices of their players up a fair bit to try and capitalise on that. Mm, it's a fair point. Righto, enough of that bloke. Speaking speaking of good blokes, uh, Brighton, Brighton's lawyers, they've committed to sponsorship for the West Tigers and they're expanding it to the NRLW uh, team as well. That's signed on for 23 and 24. Uh, look, I, I know we've been critical of these two fellas in the past, but I just like it's just they seem funny. Got they're shaking hands like they've made a deal, but they worked like they were colleagues. It's just pretty funny. Like I'm, I know, like it's the standard photo for this news and Lee committing all this money to the club. It's the best. We need, like, the cash keeps the club going. But it's just funny. It's like they've probably got an office next door to each other and, like, oh, let's walk out in front of the sign and take a photo for the uh, for the website. It's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, thanks to Brighton's lawyers committing their sponsorship there. If you're looking for an event space to hire for your next function, take advantage of West Ashfield's member-exclusive Functions offer with 50% off event space Monday to Thursdays. That's available for corporate, social, and more. Contact their functions team today, function.ash, A-S-H, at cateringhq.com.au or give them a call on 028752 2080. 
terms and conditions apply. And with the NRL season kickstarting next week, you can watch all the games live on big screens from the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield. For more information, visit holmanbarnesgroup.com.au. I thought we'd also bring up, probably everyone Everyone was talking about this today, the club launched their own podcast now. And yeah, if you, obviously we got tagged, uh, people were tagging us in it and that sort of thing. But we, we've we all had... Have you had a listen yet, As I haven't asked you if you had a listen to the Robbie episode they put up today. I, yeah, I was having a bit of a listen while I... Like after I got home from work today, I had to do a training thing and I was listening to that through my tv while 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 i was doing that so yeah it was a it was a pretty enjoyable listen i mean a lot of the stuff we'd heard before there wasn't too much new information there because obviously we've had robbie on here yeah previously and um he's he's his life story's been told a few times now but always good to hear from him and uh, a few positive things to say about the club this year but there could have been a little bit more hype i feel yeah rob you thought the same thing like the we had Sound like we're tooting our own horn here, but we had Robbie on a year ago and he said kind of similar stuff that was in that. We we're kind of keen to hear from Robbie kind of behind behind the raw, behind the scenes, what's going on. Uh, we're all Robbie Farrar diehard fanatics anyway, so we kind of knew a lot of what he said. And you are obviously beyond that, Rob. You're mates with him, so you kind of uh, knew all the stuff that was kind of said on it. But yeah, it's. Good on the club for doing it. To be honest, they, yeah, it's 2023. I thought they would have done it a long time. Dan did do one. Uh, what was it called? Behind Beyond the 80 or something? Um, yeah, Beyond the 80. That's right. That was the COVID year, I think. Yeah, it was around COVID. So I guess it made it and things got a bit bit weird. Um, but yeah, Dan Tantaya, who's moving on to the NRL now doing media for them, he set up one forum back then, but they scrapped it for some reason. I listened to that. I mean, when we were, when we were in lockdown, it um, came in very handy. But, yeah, good luck. Keen to hear backstories of other players and that sort of thing. So we we don't see it as a uh, an opposition. You come to us for stuff that the club's not going to talk about, then obviously not going to criticise themselves. We call it as it is, not to say we're going to criticise them all the time. We call the good that's good and the bad that's bad. They're kind of um, or obviously got to stay uh, within the brand and that sort of thing. Be constantly positive. If we lose, we'll say, well, we lost and that sort of thing. Whereas obviously the club will have to kind of, yeah, kind of... Sugarcoat it. Yeah, sugarcoat <laughs> it, yeah. So it's it's... A, it's more PR. Go to them for the uh, the PR and the fluffy stuff, and you know where you want to hear it. Hear uh, what what the fan base is thinking is really thinking because we like to be the voice of the fans. You guys coming on and that's sort of, hopefully rant pods don't become a thing this year. Hopefully we can be positive this year as well. But um, yeah, I think well, vent pods are over, Josh. I think vent pods are over. I think we're going to have a good year. And yeah, look, we, yeah. we, we, we wouldn't be promoting this if we th- thought it was some sort of competition. Hmm. Um, as supporters, we want good feedback, good content. And as you said, like, you know, we, we, we've heard Robbie's story many times, like on Andy Raymond's two-part and what, what we had 
you know, with us last year, this time last year. And it's a bit like 2005. You never get sick of hearing it. But I was really looking forward to hearing some in-depth stuff about what's going on behind the scenes, like some details of what goes on at training and, and the strategies and all that sort of stuff. So it would have been nice to hear that. But it'll definitely be nice to hear about you know, the, the Justin Matamuas and the Jakey Simpkins and, and those guys that we don't know too much about because we know everything about Tim Sheens and Robbie Farrer and Benji Marshall and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, like our, our listeners are going to, you know, at least they've got more content to choose from. But, like, I think, you know, we've we've all suffered together. We've all got similar opinions about the club and what should have happened, et cetera. And I think, you know, we've suffered together. We're going to succeed together. So I'm pretty sure our listeners will, will stick solid with us anyway. GD Tiger says praise pods uh, this year. Sorry, not GD Tiger. Sorry, Jay said that. GD Tiger said we'll still listen to you a lot. Um, yeah, just don't worry. He says they've only, they're only on Apple and Spotify. I did notice that. I use Google Podcasts and went to look for it. I had to switch apps. A little bit annoying. I guess Apple and Spotify are like 80% of the market. So I'm sure they'll work out how to put it on google you want any tips i know they listen to this show so you want any tips on how tips. to set it up yeah give, <laughs> give me a call I'll tell you what though they said they've got sheensy on next week i, I reckon that'll be a good listen and there might yeah, be yeah. Some behind the scenes stuff that, that actually will be a really good listen if they if they get him on but i was saying to the guys on the patreon i thought the ironic part was when they were trying to get talk about robbie in the and the era where jason taylor and a couple of people got rid of him at the club um, he kind of said one or two people shouldn't ruin your love of the club. And that's kind of the attitude I've got now with a couple of people. <laughs> I got, so, so we're on the same page there. Um, Kim, for you guys and love the show. Look, we, yeah, we know, we know you guys love, look, I listen to probably nine or 10 plus podcasts a week. What do I expect? You can only pick one podcast and it has to be us. And listen to us, listen to the, Whoever, um, like I, I love the NRL Boom Rookies. I'm a Patreon sub for those guys. I, yeah, I don't expect you guys to listen to us and only us. So, welcome, welcome to the club, uh, West Tigers, and uh, Ray Warren's son. What's his name again? Chris. What's his Chris. Sorry, Chris. Um, yeah, such a good voice. I mean, talking he about with friend genetics. today, just genetics. How can genetics work on? athleticism and also works on voices just amazing voice uh he needs to give me some tips but uh all right on to the questions so a lot of questions came through kind of a similar theme it's kind of where do we spend the money uh first one from lance he says i always love tuning in to watch your podcast needless to say it's a highlight of my week Thank you, Lance. We'll take that one. Uh, my question to you each is, which players excite you the most this season and who do you fear will not live up to the hype uh, or your expectations? Kind of similar to the question uh, we got on the Patreon a couple of weeks ago, but we'll twist it a little bit. And also, what are your collective thoughts on Brooksy perhaps having a standout season now that his position within the team may be under threat due to the potential signing of Moses? Take into account, Lance sent this email on, uh, when did we go to air? Monday. He sent it late Monday night, I think. So, uh, obviously, the Mitchell Moses thing, news dropped the next day. Uh, keep up the great work. Go the Tigers. Thank you, Lance. Uh, so, first part, as what players excite you the most 
this season. Actually, I'm going to go first. Sean Blaw. Okay, that's my answer. Go Aaron Thompson, who, who <laughs> who's yours. I didn't want you guys to steal my answer. I mean, are we allowed to pick more than one? or are we? Yeah, of course you, you can. Of course, of course you can. can. Pick more than one? No, you're allowed okay, to listen I'm... to one podcast and you're allowed to pick one player. <laughs> you're allowed to give a reason to Aaron, unlike Josh did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't think we need I think I don't need to bore, I don't need to bore the, the <laughs> listeners why Sean Blore love anymore. They know. They know. Too funny. It's 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 all about the gun show, isn't it, Josh? Look, it's a man. Cra- <laughs> it's a man crush, but it's, he's also a good footballer as well, and he's, he's a better a nice bloke. He's yeah. a good. He's a good human and a good player. That's a, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, who's your sure. pick, as? I'd go Bloor. I do think um, him coming back from his injury this year and what we heard um, after, like after the game from Sheenzy the other day, where the boys really gave him a bit of a g up afterwards and. He was nervous to get out there. I think he's ready to rip in. I'm looking forward to seeing Twally back. His season last year being hot, heavily interrupted by those concussions and then ended by that concussion he suffered against the Dogs. Um, and then, as for one of the new guys, I think we're going to see a really good year of Charlie Staines as well. Yeah, right, Roberto? Yeah, look, it, it might be stating the obvious, but I'm really looking forward to big Steph. I think Steph's going to basically be the almost a premier prop in the game. Uh, what he's shown already in a couple of matches, he's back to his beast mode of 2021. He, I mean, he scored tries in that sort of debut season with us. I think he'll do it again this year. Alongside Clem, um, you know, they're both going to be exciting. What I saw from Fanua Pole, especially in the New Zealand game in a, in a, in a heavy loss, um, he's really exciting. You know, out of the backs... Everyone knows Dwayne's my favourite. I'm just, I can't wait for Dwayne to just show everyone he owns that six and there should never have been a question mark on him at six. So even though he's like our most important player in the back line, I think, I think he's actually going to prove that this year. And look, obviously all the young guys coming through and even those second tier players that aren't available till after round 10, there's, you know, you could go on forever about them. But if I had to put my finger on one person that I'm not, hoping will deliver, that will deliver, big Steph, he's going to kill it. Yeah, the good thing is, seeing all the comp- people are dropping theirs in the comment uh, comments, and, man, the beauty is, like, everyone's giving different answers. That's how good, like, like how much... Yeah, so... And there's reasons Joe, for everyone, Josh. There's reasons Yeah, we can state a case for anyone. So, Joe said Appy Ice and Clemmer. Kim said Tommy Talau. Later, Brach said Brooksy... Uh, GD Tiger, Paul and Naden. Rachel said Junior Tupo. Jay reckons AD will be Daily M 5 8 of the year. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy said Kepa Owa, RTK, Naden and Laurie. Joey, uh, Lulash. Yeah, Lulash. Oh, I was actually getting the pronunciation wrong. <laughs> Joey Lulash, he said well John Bateman. I haven't even mentioned John Bateman yet. Um, and then Lance said, Thanks, lads, for answering my question. No. Thank you for sending it in, Lance. Taking the time, Mitch, Pole, Clemmer, Matamua. I, I think there's at least thirteen guys named in yeah, those definitely. comments. Well, like, I think and the beauty, the beauty is too. Some of those players we've all mentioned, are they going to be in the team? Like, is yeah. Staines going to be there? Is Tupu going to be there? You know, is Matamua going to get a run? Like, there's, there's just so many, so much competition for different yep. positions. We just need to stay healthy the first half of the comp. We don't want to be 
copying injuries and then getting kind of down to our best 17 with no one in the background. We really yeah. need to stay pretty healthy the first, first half of the year at least. I think the right main on. reason why that it's so easy to have so many options for players who we're looking forward to seeing having a good year probably be to do with, um, well, obviously, when you finish with the spoon, not many players are going to have had a good season other than a few individuals here and there. So a lot of those guys who they were either interrupted by injury or they just didn't really perform all that well or in the case of um, Dewey, a little bit of both where he missed the first half of the season then came back and wasn't clearly wasn't at his best form. When you've got a lot of players like that and you finish last and you can basically say the only way from there is up, there's so many players to say, hey, this guy, he, he could probably have a much better season this year. Um, and, we, yeah. and we can look forward to seeing the best of such and such player. So it's really exciting for a team like us to have come with, uh, finish with the spoon for the first time in our history to have this excitement about all our players and how they're going to improve and what we're going to see for them moving forward this year. I think that's probably one of the most exciting things at the moment. And as I said on Monday, Monday's show, like we're not saying we're going to go out and win the premiership this year, but I'm just excited. It's a team to be proud of, and I think they're going to do us proud and fight each and every week and be in the contest. So can't say that for the last, what, two or three? I know people say 10 seasons, but it's particularly the last two seasons. Um, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, right, Gavin Lang has sent in an email as well. Thank you, Gavin. So so we didn't get Mitchell Moses. So obviously, he's emailed me after that news. Uh, we have, however, freed up a cool $1.25 million a year from 2024 onwards. So what do we do with all that money? Is there anyone else we need that's off contract at the end of this year? He said, I kind of like the idea of just letting everyone know the money is just sitting there. Either the current players will play out of their skins looking for an upgrade or when a quality player comes on the market, we are ready to buy. Some good points there. Uh, as anyone off the top of your head that you'd, uh, as uh, Glenn Ridge used to say, do you know who Glenn Ridge is, as? No. Sailor of the Century host. Sailor of the Century, he'd say, let's go shopping. <laughs> for all the people uh, old enough to remember Sailor of the Century. Honestly, I can't think of too many players that are off contract off the top of my head at the moment. Um, I'd much rather see the money be put into basically shoring up a few, potentially a few players who we might want to lock up past this year. Um, yep. I, I've, I'm having a quick look at the list now. And there's a there's a few players on one-year contracts. Tommy Talau off contract after this year. If he has a good season, then some of that money could go to him. Uh, but we do have actually a lot of spots full for, for next year. Kenny Mamalo's um, got a mutual option for next year. If he spends too much time injured, I, I doubt we'll see that taken up. But there's a yeah, there's a few options there where it could be nice to, hey, say to this guy, hey, have some more money. Um, play, well, if you play well for us, you can have some more money um, to basically tie them down at the club. Uh, Rob, any ideas? Look, the one that comes to mind for me, and especially because we need backs, would be Joey Manu. But, you know, whether you can extract him from the Roosters is highly doubtful. But he's also got a desire to play fullback as well as he's a, a brilliant centre as well. So he can cover two positions there. I think we should be looking to spend money on a, on the back line because that's kind of where we're weakest. Mm. I, think, I think we've got so much depth in the forwards and, you know, guys like Clemmer and Bateman and... 
and Papa Lee, they're going to be there for a few years. So I don't think there's any desperation to, to bring in any forwards from outside. So, you know, I think if Jakey Simpkin has a good year, we don't really need a backup hooker. So, look, who do you... I mean, everyone would say, yeah, let's get a halfback, let's replace Brooks, but who is there to get, really, that can play halfback that's off contract? So, yeah. look, hopefully, hopefully the boys have a good year. And as Aaron said, we can upgrade those contracts because our, our big trap has always been paying too much money for a bloke and then when someone that we've bought for a bargain buy gets really good, we have to let him go because we can't compete. But, um, yeah, Joey Manu for me. But, you know, the Roosters have just signed Dominic Young and apparently he's knocked back half-million-dollar contracts and stuff like that. And I, I just think that's laughable because Dominic Young would be as great as he is and he's an international winger. He will literally be the worst player in that Roosters back line. How they keep getting away with that sombrero and their bullshit salary yeah. cap is just very frustrating. And that's that's something we're going to have to watch in the future with, with our great juniors that are coming through the ranks. Uh, Shay on Facebook said, Suwali wants to play fullback for the Roosters. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if, as Tedesco, he's got one... How many years he got left, the Roosters? He's got two like, more. We, we joke about the, the sombrero, but... They're going to eventually have to shed someone. And I think if Teddy's in his – it shows any sign of going downhill. Because, I mean, to be honest, with I reckon Sawali, within two years, I reckon he could be the best player in the game. I rate, I just think he's an absolute freak. He's going to be like Greg Inglis-esque. Um, so I could see them making the decision to say, hey, Teddy, why don't you uh, – yeah. See you later. Yeah, go go get paid somewhere else. And I'm sure the West Tigers, yeah, we might have the money to do that. So uh, I still think Tedesco's, I think he's 30 this year. I think he's not a 93, maybe. Yeah, 93 he, he's, or um, his birthday is exactly two months before mine, and he's the same age as me. His birthday is January 8th. So yeah, he's 30 yeah. now. Yeah, 30 this year. So, uh, so I reckon he's got another, I reckon he could play to his 34. So, depending, yeah, on injury. So, uh, obviously, it won't be like 28-year-old Teddy, but I still think he'd be a very good player, a 34. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, GD said on YouTube, don't, don't go back to an ex. I don't know. When your ex is, <laughs> when your ex, it's like going back to bloody Giselle Bunchen, isn't it? Like, I, I, think, the I think the age is pretty relevant too, Josh. Like, it, if it was... The 20, I mean, Teddy's elite, don't get me wrong, and we love him. We love his parents who listen to the show as well. But if Teddy was 27, 28, it would be a no-brainer. But when they start getting to 30, and respectfully, Teddy's had a few concussions the last two seasons, it's it's a bit risky. If we're going to spend that crazy money, that 1.2, 1.3 money, you'd want to spend it on – I mean, Sawali's not even in Tedesco's league yet, but I'd rather spend it on a Sawali or a Manu who's got a lot more time left in the game. Mm. Has um has Teddy been the Roosters player of the season every year since he left the Tigers? Wouldn't you're asking you're asking that like we're Roosters members. <laughs> we, we hate the Roosters. I, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm sure he probably got it the first year, but like like I say, the Roosters keep who they want. Even when when they signed Cooper Cronk, they actually said to Mitchell Pearce, "You're welcome to stay and play yeah. five eight. You know, like they just they just make their own rules up afterwards. And then obviously Pierce ended up going 
immediately to Newcastle because he had the shits. But they just keep who they want. And and literally, I think the only mistake they've ever made is really letting Latrell Mitchell go. But other than that, they literally keep every super talent at their club. Uh, they also just, steal whoever they want to. Yeah, they do. They're just, they're, I, I can't stand them. They, they're, they're a blight on the game, honestly. <laughs> uh, at least we'd have to play them till what, round 22 or something. So well, At least um, we can smash them this year too. Maybe maybe put a few points on them and get some revenge for that 72-10 loss. Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. It never seems to happen, but yeah, maybe this year is the year. Uh, Bilbo Smith on Twitter, he asked, who are we going to spend uh, the 1.3 mil on? So he kind of asked the same question. Sorry, Billy. Yeah. You kind of, uh, a lot of people want to know from us who we want to spend money on. Uh, but where you should get your IT uh, expertise and uh, protection against, sorry, just stalling as I bring up the ad, uh, <laughs> Mobile Corp. So, Stephen, a long-time listener from Mobile Corp, passionate West Tigers fan. He is from Mobile Corp, and they can assist with anything IT-related. And in the early days, uh, they were the major sponsor of Balmain in 94 because they were known as MLC Phones back then. Uh, I used to go – that was when my love of the West Tigers uh, – West Tigers, Balmain – or Balmain Sydney Tigers back then. Uh, I was six in 94, so that's where my – Love for footy came through and MLC phones. Yeah, absolutely iconic. Yeah, I would have known that brand when I was six, seven years old. So, uh, And they say there's a saying, saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. Uh, so what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Mobile Corp is a fam- family-run tech company that supports the West Tigers and was even a jersey sponsor back in 2007. Mobile Corp is passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats. For an affordable cyber security solution, go to mobilecorp.com.au and shout to our friend of the show, Shane Walker, the former uh, West Tiger and Balmain Tiger on the graphic there. Uh, righto, lower grades. I flipped the graphics around this week. I thought I liked having the Balmain and West together, but this way I think if people want to go out and watch uh, either side uh, of the junior base, I've put them together. So Magpies Juniors this week, they're playing at Raiders Belconnen in Canberra. So uh, Harold Matt's at 12.30 and SG Ball at 2. And then Balmain Juniors, uh, Harold Matt's are at 11.30 at Belmore Sports Ground at against the Doggies and uh SG Ball have the buy. So it's weird. You think their draw would be in sync. So, uh, yeah, one Balmain team has the buy and one is playing. So, uh, Harvey Norman Women's Premiership. Uh, these girls, the girls are split on this too, which I found odd. So, the Harvey Norman girls, they're playing seven o'clock on Monday night. So, before you watch the West Life podcast at 8 30, uh, New South Wales. Rugby League uh, Centre of Excellence. So that's a field across the road from a court stadium. Uh, you can watch the girls play Mounties. I did that. When, who are they playing? They played the Sharks. The, the team, they end up beating the grand final. They beat the Sharks in the grand final, didn't they? Correct. Yeah. So I saw them lose to the Sharks there uh, mid last season. And then we'd go on 
to beat them in the grand final. So you, you go up to the fence and just watch the girls play. You, you're right there. The field's kind of like right there, stick your nose through the, through the fence. The weather's – it was pretty pretty crappy today, but that night I went and watched them. It was freezing cold, but um, hopefully the weather's a little bit better. Now, that game now, will Tus- also be streamed on um, New South Wales Rugby League on Facebook as well. So I'll, we can – those of us who aren't able to go can watch the stream of the game before watching us. Thanks, Az. I should have noticed that little icon there on the uh, on the graphic there too. Uh, Tasha Gale there at Raiders Belconnen against Canberra at 11 a.m. Oh, so they're, so they're with the Magpies Juniors. Okay, that makes sense then. So you get three games uh, at, down in Canberra for those listeners who live in the ACT. Uh, Laurie Daly Cup and Edge John's Cup. So... They're both at Kirkham Oval Camden, a home game this week. They're playing the Colts of Monaro. Uh, I don't know where Monaro is, but as where's Monaro? No idea. I, I can tell you I can tell you what a holder Monaro is, and but <laughs> I, I have no idea uh, where Monaro actually they call it Monero. Isn't the the cars are Monaro and the town's Monero? Every election. <laughs> every election you hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Political seat called Eden Monero. That must be it. Eden Monero. Yeah, it's Monero, not Monaro. Okay. Um, yeah, that's who they're playing against. Righto. Rob Shadamus, obviously no game this week, but doesn't mean Roberto here can't make us some money. So I noticed a few future bets for this year. So top try scorer, I thought, would bring up uh, some good conversation. So, obviously, West Tigers only, who scores the most tries for the West Tigers this year. David Nofaluma is $1.85 favourite. Boys, is there any value in anyone outside of Nofa? Do you think anyone could beat Nofa this year? Obviously, wingers always play pay the least, but is there a sneaky, um, a sneaky bet somewhere? Because... Maybe I mean, does Noffa play all twenty-four games this year? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's really, Ken, Ken, really Ken relevant to who's healthy. It's really relevant to who's healthy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's why I think there could be value in Probably say Tupo's not even on the list here. Daniel Tupo's paying like a hundred fifty to one or something. No, 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 Junior, our, our, our Tupo. We're talking. Uh, junior, we talking what did I about say? Oh, sorry, not Daniel. We... Junior. Oh, sorry, I meant Junior. Yeah, Junior yeah, Tupo is yeah. not even on the list. He's like a hundred fifty to one. So, well, he, he'd, be the, he'd be the value. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be the value. Yeah. He's probably going to start the year at um, left center, and it looks like we're going to stick with Naden playing on the left side, and he's rather elusive. So. If yep. we can keep creating extra men on that side. Uh, yeah, I mean, Noffa's the obvious one, but I don't know. He's not even going to be there halfway through the year. We don't know. Like, it's just Charlie Staines might not even get a run. It's just it's, – it's very open for positions there. So, um, I, I think a sneaky one might even be Dane Laurie. Like, if Dane Laurie can bring back that form from 2021 and, and back up the way he does back up and we make some breaks, he, he could be on the end of some, some breaks and, and score some tries there. So, so I, that's honestly, two... put your money in the bank for that. Don't worry about futures. Put your money in the bank. <laughs> it's, too, <laughs> it's too far down the track. I don't. I don't do futures stuff. Uh, Junior Tupo is eight dollars. So since I did that screenshot, they've added him in. So he's eight dollars. So... Okay, well, that's great okay. value. Yeah, he's great uh, under he's... the high ball. Yeah, he's on the wing. Yeah, for a, for a winger, that's a crazy price. 
scored a good try uh, last weekend and saw him absolutely run rings around Notha at the uh, open training day. So, yeah, that might be a sneaky good bet. Dane Laurie, maybe, nine nine to one. Yeah. So. Um, also, so I won't say which bookie it is, but they're all kind of offering similar one because they don't sponsor us. So I'm not giving any bookie a, uh, a leg up on where to have a punt, but nine and a half is the line that this particular bet sports company put up. Uh, how do you boys see the nine and a half line? Do you think we can win 10, 10 games this year? Uh, well, if you're asking me, if we win, if we win our first two games, yes. But I think everything's hinging on on our first two rounds. Yeah, I think if, I'd we, agree if, with we, that. if we win two games, we're going to win more than ten as well. It won't even be just ten. So yeah, I, I think, well, first I think we'll probably make the eight if we win the first two games. Well, first two, you'd only need eight out of the next twenty-two. So yeah, I I definitely agree. Obviously, the price would. Yeah, would drop. I mean, I mean, it's risky. I mean, considering we came last, I mean, I can see why they've only put nine and a half. But yeah, yeah, if we got off to a poor start, then we'd literally got to go fifty-fifty to, you know, to get to that number. So, mm. yeah, look, hopefully we get off to a good start, boys, and um, yeah, we, we're thinking finals and semi-finals and grand finals. Right. Enough of my gambling addiction. On to the Patreon questions. Gamble responsibly. As always, I say gambling edition. I put like dollar on NBA multis that never get up. Uh, righto. What about beautiful Patreon members as I open up Discord? What do they got for us? Have you guys seen what the fellas and ladies have left for us in there? I can't see right now, Josh, but uh, right, Gussie, Gussie's first, um, First question in the Discord after joining this week: Should the Tigers should the Tigers chase Joey Manu for twenty twenty five with the Moses money and re-sign Brooks and upgrade uh, Young Guns? So we kind yes. of already answered your question, Gussie. Yeah, Joey Manu definitely is up there. Yeah, it's it's funny how everyone's just well, the same thing. There's so many things about this year, and everyone's singing about twenty twenty five. But um, uh, Brocker. Dway he's locked up for at least a, at least next year. We go into this year with Brooksy and Dane, hoping for a new contract from 2024. Onwards, does the club table them an offer mid-year or wait closer to the end of the year to see what they produce this season? If Brooksy doesn't perform, who's a potential option? Uh yeah, I guess if they're playing if they're playing well, like yeah, I th- I don't see why the club. Yeah, the thing is if they're playing well, do the players back themselves and see what the market gets them. So it goes both ways, I guess. So what are your thoughts on that, As? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're hoping the players um, get off to a good start and don't have to worry too much about that. But players like um, AD, who could potentially look for their future elsewhere, um, he'd really want to get off to a a flying start. I hope he... um, but I hope if he does get off to a flying start, we look at keeping him long-term because obviously with no more Brooksy, then um, we really need to invest in a halves combination and try and get one that works. And I mean, if Dewey and Brooksy this year works, then we, sh- we, we wouldn't really want to change anything, would we? We'd want to keep that going for as long as we can, keep keep building the rest of the team up around them. But the signings we've made this year, I, th- I feel like um, with the halves combo we've gotten, 
um, the familiar familiarity they have with each other and adding Appy into that as the, the hooker, there's a lot of potential there for the halves to, I guess, blossom off, off of, um, the forward pack and Appy and what, and everything else we've, we've had come around. Uh, Rob. Yeah, I look, I think it's a really tricky one. Personally, I would do it mid-season at the latest if we've got off to a really good start. Mm. And, I, and I'll explain why. If we're going gangbusters and, you know, we're, we're four or five weeks out from making the semifinals and we're, we're sitting in fifth or sixth position all being well, I don't think you'd want negotiations with your player should there be a hiccup to just sort of backfire on your season. So, like, if he gets a little bit unhappy that the offer we make or the offer, the money he wants a, a way out of, you know, sync then I think it can you know, be fraught with danger. So I'd really rather do it by halfway through the season. Otherwise, just leave it till the end of the season. Don't, don't disturb things. You don't want to have negotiations going on shortly before semifinals and stuff like that. And if we're out of contentions for, for the semifinals, then there's not going to be that talk anyway. So it's either mid-year for me or, or nothing. But yeah. it is a, it, it, you're sort of playing with fire if you're going to start negotiating and and things go pear-shaped and ruin what could potentially be a great season. Uh, Mitchy, last question in the Discord. So he's mentioned Jack Wellsby. I've seen a few. I saw a few people uh, in the comments mention the St Helens. Do he play halfback against the Panthers? I don't actually see that game. Uh, see there. I think he's fullback, isn't he? Was he fullback? Uh, I think so. I don't don't quote me. People are saying throw money at him. As do you know much about much about Jack Wellsby? Unfortunately, no, I don't. But based on the game between the Panthers and the Saints, that he was probably one of the stars of like one of the star performers. It was the whole team. Um, they weren't expected to win. I think I remember the coverage had them something like six dollars fifty outsiders for sports bet or whatever it was, and I thought that was a little bit. Um, a little bit um, harsh on them because they were a solid team, and they and they really showed it. And yet he w- he was the fullback, and he definitely aimed up and was a big part of the reason why they won. Gee, Tiger said so he's only twenty one, so and he's a fullback. They've, they've yeah. just a couple of them. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, are we? Everyone seems to be writing off Dane Dane Laurie pretty quickly. I mean. You're not going to knock back a star. I mean, if the, I mean, yeah. we've got a good, we've got a good record with British imports. Uh, look, it, it's up to the club. I mean, they'll just they'll recognise who who is best for us. But um, he did really well that night against the Panthers, and uh, did he kick the winning field goal too, Aaron? Do you remember? Okay. Uh, no, that was the halfback. I think that was that the halfback. Was, okay. um, yeah, Lewis Dodd. Yeah. Okay. Randomizer on YouTube just said he plays halfback for England. That's what I was getting mixed up. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know too much about him, but but I don't know. Does he want to live in Australia? I guess money talks, doesn't it? So plenty of good fullbacks around. Yeah, yet uh, yeah, so much to happen this year. So I mean, these first like you've already mentioned these first two games. The fact they're at Leichhardt, it's just it's it is really going to set the tone for the season. I think, as you said earlier, Rob. So. Yeah, not just that too, Josh. Our third, our third game's at Belmore, which is, as we know, like we had a good win there on Sundays and it's mm-hmm. nice and close to Concord. So, you know, like we could really get off to a 3-0 start 
um, depending on how things go. Like, don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, you know, I, just, I just think winning gives you confidence, and then that, that can just you know be a big snowball effect, and and we can just sort of kick on from there. So I'm hoping you, for that anyway. You predicted zero and five last year, didn't you? Didn't you say in the yeah, I, I did, preview exactly. last year? You said I we did. could be zero and five. Yeah, I Rob said Stradamus. we'd come second last as well, just because I didn't want to say we'd come last. <laughs> Rob Stradamus at it again. So put put your money on Tigers to win that first game. Uh, right on to next show. So Monday night, finally, I promoted it the last three episodes. The season prediction poll or or uh, what do you call it? Google form uh, survey. Okay. Survey is the word I'm looking for. I've only said it a hundred times. Uh, that's easy. So go to our profile pages uh, in the link in this episode as well. Click the link tree link, and there's a link to that survey. Fill it in. Have some fun. Uh, leave a comment. As you mentioned to me earlier, uh, what what answer was it you wanted me to mention? Because uh, you can. T- there's one question you can type out, and I'll play play. I'll read the best answers on the show the on Monday. Yeah, it's just a random prediction. That's it. So random prediction for this year. So I'll, I'll whip out the best ones, give you a shout out. So I do I do know who, I can look up who answers what, obviously, in the back end of it. So we'll, we'll have some fun with it on Monday before previewing the first game of the year. We're lining up a special guest for... Wednesday's show for the preview for the Titans game. So, fingers crossed that still happens. I don't want to say who it is. I don't want to scare them away uh, if they don't want to come on or if, it's, if it falls through. So, but potentially a special guest for Wednesday's show. And before anyone says, no, it's not Benji Marshall or Tim Sheens or Robbie Farrell. But um, it'll be fun. I, pro- I promise. Uh, anything else, fellas, before we go to our last weekend of 20, well, not of 2023, last weekend for the next oh, 30-ish with no rugby league? No, just looking forward to the game Sunday week. I tried to get tickets today online and there was literally only seating behind the corner posts at the northern end on, on both corner posts. So uh, wow. kind of decline that. Trying to decline that, so I've contacted a cousin trying to see if he's got a couple of spare tickets. And by the way, I just want to give a quick shout out to my cousin Andrew. It's his birthday, so happy birthday, Andrew. He's like the, one of the biggest Tiger supporters you'll ever see. So season ticket holder. So I might be I might be scoring a ticket with him. I'm not sure yet. I've got a seat for you too if you want. Uh, we'll oh, talk beautiful. off. We'll talk off air as will be. You'll be at Leichhardt Oval as well. So it'd be cool. Good to see. Uh, you for the first time, 2023, in the flesh as well. So footy next week to talk to about, bring it on. Thank you to Shay. <laughs> Shay suggested you could ask JP <laughs> for a ticket, Rob. You know what? He'd probably give it to me too. We've been good. We've been good this year. We're we're being good boys this year. So or is Shay um, asking Pasco as the the guest for the preview on Wednesday? Oh, next week for Wednesday, it's not. <laughs> Either, either or both. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It's not. It's it's no one. Look, put it this way. It's nothing. It's no one. West Tigers employed. So, um, yeah. So, I'll leave it there. Everyone, enjoy your weekends. Thank you for joining us. The fifty or so of you that joined us in the stream 
tonight. Love is all. You helped us when we were stumped on a few things. So we really, really enjoy doing these live shows. Uh, that's what the New West Tigers podcast, they don't do live live shows with comment with commenters, do they? So, uh, no, the welcome to the good stuff starts next week, boys and girls. The good stuff starts next week. We can get yeah. excited next week. Big As always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Hey, West Tigers fans, Josh Barnett here, just at the back end of the show. If you're still listening, uh, I thought I'd just drop in the latest episode of the Sport Espresso podcast. And if you enjoy it, check it out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. See you on Wednesday. Welcome to Sport Espresso, your cup of daily sports news and scores from both locally here in Australia and around the world. On today's show, a whole world of cricket going on, some motorsport and also, some news in the NBA, despite there not being any games. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. It is Wednesday, February 22. Let's get into the sport. To cricket first, and Victoria leading South Australia by 340 runs with two wickets remaining as that match enters day three. Uh, top scorer for Victoria yesterday Matt Short, who had 119 off 135 balls. Currently, Mitchell Perry and Fergus O'Neill are on 29 and 23, uh, not out respectively. In their first innings, South Australia, they were rolled for just 114 runs in response to Victoria's 169. In Hobart, Tasmania, they trail Western Australia by 295 runs with nine wickets remaining. Western Australia put on 300 and Tasmania are one for five. In reply for Western Australia, top scorer was Josh Inglis with 116. Hilton Cartwright also had 56. At the Gabba in Brisbane, New South Wales and 9 for 311 after day one at Stumps. Uh, top scorer for the Blues currently is Matthew Gilks with 94. In the Women's World Cup, South Africa beat Bangladesh by 10 wickets. Bangladesh put up 113 in that one, and South Africa chased that down without losing a wicket in 17.5 overs. Meanwhile, England has beaten Pakistan by 114. Uh, the English side put up 213 in their 20 overs, and Pakistan were 9 for 99 after tw- their 20 overs. Two NBA Games aren't resuming till Friday, but a bit of news happening around the league. So Lonzo Ball from the Chicago Bulls, he hasn't played all season and they've announced that he will not play for the rest of this season. The Orlando Magic, they've waived uh, guard AJ Hampton, who's formerly of the NBL. And to replace him, they're converting Admiral Schofield from a two-way contract to a full NBA deal. Chris Dunn, he signed a 10-day contract with the Utah Jazz, and Utah Jazz are also signing five-year NBA veteran Frank Jackson to a 10-day contract. 
in Washington. Will Barton, who was traded there from the Devon Nuggets last offseason, he's completed a contract buyout and is eligible to sign elsewhere. The Brooklyn Nets, they've re-signed Net, their coach, Jack Vaughn. He signed on until the 26-27 season. Chicago Bulls, they signed uh, free agent guard Patrick Beverly, who, of course, was waived from the LA Lakers recently. Myers Leonard, he signed a 10-day deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. In football, the Socceroos and Matilda, they're set to play blockbuster friendlies against England later this year. So the Matildas, they'll play against the European champion Lionesses on April 11 at Brentford Community Stadium, while Socceroos, they'll go against Henry Kane and his English side at Wembley on October 13. So looking forward to seeing Australia take on the English later in the year. And to finish, here's the watch for your Wednesday. So the supercars, they're out on track uh, at Eastern Creek Raceway, or as it's known now, Sydney Motorsport Park, for a free test. For anyone in Sydney, they can head along to that, and you can follow along with live timing for that one. The first hit out of the new Gen 3 uh, Camaros and Mustangs. Uh, in cricket, lots of cricket going on around the world. So Sheffield Shield, day three for Victoria SA, day two for Queensland versus New South Wales and Tasmania versus Western Australia. Some college basketball with the NBA uh, on a week hiatus. Uh, Texas A&M v Tennessee at 11 a.m. Michigan State and Indiana at 1 p.m. And WNBL Southside are playing Melbourne tonight at 6.30 p.m. Uh, some NHL hockey at 11.30 a.m., Sabres versus Maple Leaf. And as I record this, in the UEFA Champions League, Eintracht Frankfurt, they're playing Napoli, and Liverpool are playing against Real Madrid. Uh, tomorrow in that tournament, International Zali, they play FC Porto, and RB Leipzig, they play against Manchester City. Both those games are on at 7 a.m., our Matildas, they're also playing a friendly against Jamaica tonight at 7.10pm. And that does it for your Wednesday. Thank you very much for tuning into the Sport Espresso podcast. Please follow us at Sport Espresso on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash Sport Espresso on Facebook. And we'll see you again on Thursday.